Hey, podcast listeners, the Crown Refs Mentor Program and community just recently celebrated our two-year anniversary, and Patreon's been busy making their platform even better, and we're thrilled to share with you these updates. Patreon now has a collections tab, which features quick and easy access to our entire catalog, which includes over 25 of our exclusive shows and series, like Signal School, Rapid Responses, Guest Speakers, Crown Classics, Game Notes, Verbal Judo, The Wonderful Women of Officiating, The Sunday Swish, The CR Vlog, and Rule Resources, just to name a few. Not sure which tier is right for you? Our updated Crown Refs page has got you covered with a clear breakdown of each tier's offerings. And there's more. Patreon is now offering free seven-day trials to give you a delicious taste test of what's cooking inside of our Ref Kitchen. You can check out the reimagined Patreon app complete with community chats. Plus, we're introducing a new shop tab where you can grab individual episodes, exclusive instructional how-to videos, PDFs, pregame cards, whether you're a Patreon member or not. If our content has brought you any value in the past, we are kindly asking that you please consider joining the Crown Refs Mentor Program and Community for Officials. As soon as you sign up, I will personally send you a welcome email so then you can get access to our 36 Discord community channels. You can go to patreon.com backslash crown refs or click the link in this episode to come explore the future of Crown Refs on Patreon. I can't wait to work with you and introduce you to our incredible community. You're amazing. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. The audio experience for basketball officials. Serve the game. Welcome to America. Thank you, bro. Great to see you here. I'm happy to be here. You enjoying your week so far? Yeah, I'm enjoying New York. You want something to drink? No. Um, yeah, I think we're, I'm going to order a coffee. Do you have coffee? Yeah. I don't have coffee also. I'm just going to have black coffee. Black Americano. Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Because you didn't want to know what, what, what kind of... <laughs> <laughs> just just coffee, regular coffee. Yeah. So, um, where do you teach, like? So, I, I teach in the Bronx, which is the next borough over. It's pretty much in line with, with where we are now. It's It's east from here. Um, it's the South Bronx, and I teach at elementary school, phys ed, pre-K to fifth grade. I also teach health. Wow. I've been at that school 13 years. Wow, that's good. Um, yeah, so that's really, I was at that school before I was a ref, you know, before I made any content with Crown Ref. So it's, it's become a nice foundation for, like, my professional career as a sportsman, as a coach, as an instructor of physical education and health which is something i'm super passionate about like this year i'm getting into mental and emotional health and to be able to teach that to elementary school kids i think is a pretty cool thing and and i believe this thing also gave you a, a nice foundation you know so i can tell from your videos from like i'm watching you every you're stepping up mm. you know step by step yeah so if you compare the content from like since you started from the beginning and now it's really improving yeah yeah thank you thank you and when i became like a professional thing 13 years ago i just met my wife and i started to i started to relay like what i was doing personally professionally so what i'm saying is i i really took my time like with my life steps it took me a long time to meet 
the one I loved, right? Yeah. I didn't, I made sure like we got married in a gradual step, yeah. like nothing was rushed, nothing was, was forced. So I guess to your point of seeing me kind of level up, it's just step by step, slow. You gotta be patient and do it the right way. Cause then if you're not building on solid ground, it's gonna, yes. it's gonna exactly. crumble. So I wanted to get a recap with you about how the camp in Qatar went because it was quite an experience for me. So I just, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to sit down and talk with you about your first ever uh, referee camp in Doha. So take me through your experience. So um, we had this plan actually before to, uh, to do something about refereeing for the people in the Middle East, for the referees, and especially the young bloods. And as you know, the, the referee job, it's not an easy job and it's not popular like all the kids they want to to play basketball but if you ask them do you want to be a ref they will be like no rather to play so also it was an opportunity to 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 change the let's say reputation mm -hmm. of the referees like most of the people, like basketball community, I mean audience, spectators, they always, they used to yell at referees. So like as a, a referee job, it's not popular. So I think it's like our part to, to promote it and to make it look good and to attract more people to this job. Yeah. And one of the points actually and one of the goals in the camp was this to to promote it as much as possible and to 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 add more people in this refereeing community and uh, a lot of people in the middle east they're watching you following you yeah. so you're like uh, celebrating Americano? Americano? Yeah. okay ah, thank you <laughs> this is americano or this one this is americano oh. I just asked for a little cream and do you have stevia? Yeah. Thank you. So, so we are pop, you are a popular person all over. And, and that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's funny. I, I just um, con I just made a video. I, I was hoping it was ready in time by the time I saw you. I'm going to have to email it to you because it's not. But one of the new waves of technology is you can convert a video that you do into any language. Wow. And the AI in the video changes your words and it changes your mouth to match the converted Shit. language. So I literally <laughs> uploaded a video of me giving feedback in Wisconsin and I converted it to Arabic. Wow. So I need your <laughs> approval to make sure to okay. test the tech and see okay. how accurate the conversion is. That's good. Man. That's but amazing. literally now <laughs> you can convert into any language. So yeah. that's crazy to me. That's crazy. Technology. The world is changing, man. It is quickly, rapidly. Yeah. And, and we have to take a part on this, actually. We have to use this technology, you know, to, to improve basketball refereeing, to improve things. We have to use it in the right way. And uh, also, uh, I just want everybody to know that... Uh, I like how you're speaking to everybody right now. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. good awareness by you. You have good game awareness. Um, they have to, to, to get ready because we will do uh, season two for the camp again, mm -hmm. you know, and also we will take this opportunity to speak and to, to arrange even to do something better and, and, and bigger for, for next camp, you know, uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm always planning big, always. That's the way you guys do it in, in Qatar, in the Middle East, and Saudi Arabia, right? Just build yeah. it bigger. <laughs> no, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm a passion person, you know? I, I'm, I'm hungry, you mm -hmm. know? I like to climb. So, okay, we did the, the, the first camp. We have the outcomes, we have the comments. Everyone was happy, satisfied, and why not? Like next version, it will be even better and, and bigger. And we can do more things, you know, more stuff, more ideas, new things. And, and I believe like there is not a lot of camps, basketball European camps in the uh, in the region. So I believe we are leading the region in, in this matter. Cheers to that. You said that was the first one ever, right? Yeah. So others, other camp before, they were like just small things or like some, let's say, old school camps running by like the local organization. Mm -hmm. But I believe what we did was different. Because yours was open. You yeah. went to select camps yeah. in Qatar for a small population. Yes. This was the first open referee open camp. Yeah. Exactly. Tell, tell me about some of the feedback you got. I know in the WhatsApp, I get a pretty good uh, idea of some of the comments. But what are some of the comments you got? Um, a lot of people texted me. They wanted to come and join the camp. But, you know, for uh, like some reasons or circumstances, they couldn't make it. And everyone is asking. Everyone is asking for, for next year. When we will do it? What's the plan? How much? Like... And this, uh, this, uh, it's like a proof to me that what we did was was good, was successful, yeah. you know. So I know I got a lot of content from that time. Hopefully, the media amplification of your camp, hopefully that raised a lot of awareness about the camp, right? You got a lot more eyeballs on the camp, right? Exactly, and and also um, some other sponsors. They were. They were like interested to to participate with us for the next uh, next oh, nice. This is good. Yeah. It's good. So you're gonna have it again? Yeah, and, and we can do it also as I told you, even bigger and better, and we can like run also a better quality games. You know, yeah. I'm just I'm just like, I have a challenge which is the, the the period of the camp because you know it's like uh, not easy to run let's say one week camp it's a long period so I'm just trying to figure out what's the uh, correct period to run this to make it in the right way which it will suit everybody you know yeah and this is a question we can we can make a question yeah i mean i would love to attend again obviously it's a long trip and the last year i had a different set of circumstances because i was allotted vacation days for my job for the first time ever from covid oh. so we, we were given you know we have sick days we have personal days but they added seven vacation days because they overworked us in covid they oh. like we worked more days so we could just take those days whenever we wanted so i took uh how you doing sir good afternoon This episode of the Crown Refs podcast is brought to you by RefereeStore.com. To save 15% on all United Attire products, enter Crown15 at checkout. We hope you enjoy this episode and do us one last favor before you listen. 
Have a great rest of your day. I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, I think we're um, just going to have coffee for now. Okay. Yeah. Right. We'll let something you. to eat? Uh, you going to have something? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. I'll let you know if we change our mind. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Um, so, yeah, we had vacation days. So I took five days and I went to Disney World. And then I had two days left over. So I said, all right, look, I, I think I can make Qatar work. So I took the two days. Now, I can take two days again, but anything more than that, it, it, it wouldn't work out because I just, I would need like a doctor's note. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So We can arrange it. Yeah. <laughs> we can arrange getting me sick. <laughs> but, you know. I can say I went to a Qatar specialist, <laughs> the best doctor in the world. Now you're a member of this camp, mm. you know? Yeah. So two days is not enough. <laughs> like, you are a member, you have to be there. Uh, like you are one of us, okay, you know? Well, and we have to work it out together early this year and manage like, and, and we will try to, to match it with the weekend. So we can get yeah. like... Yeah, need, yeah, needed to line up with the weekend for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's funny. I got off the plane and like my knee was sore for a month <laughs> because my problem is I didn't get up and move on the plane. I was oh, just yeah. like, the longer I can sit and kill time and watch movies, the better my like, it's just going to go quicker. But fast forward nine hours sitting down, then you get up and you're like, oh my God, I can't even extend my knee. My knee's 100% now, but I remember saying, all right, next time if I get on a plane to guitar, I better move around every two hours. Yeah. And you can do, you can do one thing. For example, like wake up early in the morning, the same day that you have a flight, and just don't take a nap. Just work from morning till the, the flight time, go to the plane, take a meal, watch a movie or something like three hours, and then sleep. You will sleep for, you can take some sleeping pills, you will sleep for six, seven hours, mm -hmm. and that's, let's say, seven hours sleeping and three hours just hanging around with the movie and meal. So this is 90% of the, of the fly, yeah. flying time. Yeah. So this is what I'm doing when I travel a lot. So I do this mm -hmm. and it just passed like this. Yeah. You know? So for everybody listening, I, I want to learn a little bit more about you and your career. I know you're a FIBA certified. I know you're doing games outside the country in Japan. Tell me about your journey as an official and where you're at now and where you're looking to go. Um, Actually, now I'm in, in the elite group of, of FIBA refereeing. Elite group program, which is targets like the potential FIBA referees to give them a, a, a different and special training, uh, mentally, physically, to help them and push them to go to the next worldwide level. And, you know, a lot of trips, a lot of um, uh, competitions, like different criteria from a country to a country but like i feel now i want to focus on on uh, on the camp more mm -hmm. i want to give it more time and, and more focus you know and also um we had um this year actually yeah september we had the doha international tournament and, and it was really like a big time the tournament, the clubs participated from Asia, actually from the Lebanon, the Philippines, Egypt, um, uh, 
Tunisia, Morocco. It was a really good level of basketball, good quality of basketball. So we are thinking also to run this tournament next year and also even bigger a little bit. We might invite some, some teams from Europe or States, we don't know yet. And, and also I want to, to uh, find some time for this, you know, because as you know, you already know, organizing events, it takes time, energy, efforts, so you cannot do a daily job and basketball refereeing and also organizing events. Yeah. So Listen, I'm, I'm dealing with that right now because I have so much of a demand for Crown Refs Camp. I don't have a camp. Right, I do. Uh, I'm doing online instruction. I'm connecting with people on the internet and in person, of course. But I don't have a physical camp like the Doha International Camp. But people want to come to the Crown Refs Camp. But I just don't have enough time, or at least up to this point, I haven't set across time to really take on that project and do it right. Because you got to do it right. Yes. There's a lot of details exactly. you got to work out. Yeah. So I haven't found the time to devote to creating the camp yet. I know I need to though, because I know I want to meet a lot of these people that I'm that are in my community like they want to meet me they want to meet yeah. the other officials so I got to figure out a way to bring every everyone together is there any advice you can give me for how I could start organizing a camp or some of the first things I should start with um, the, the first advice I'll say it that our camp it's yours it's your camp so Bless. no need to make a camp <laughs> you can consider our camp like it's yours and everybody's welcome um, Maybe if you if you run this camp in the States, you will target the, 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 the people around you because it's a little bit harder to fly. I'm speaking about Middle East and Asia to, to the States. It takes it's a very long flight and you know visa problems and like it's really complicated. Yeah. But if you want to target these people, I think you are ready, you have everything. You just need to, to find some good games, good plays. And you can start. Yeah. Yeah, I know where to exert my energy and effort. It's just a matter of I, I can't I'm just not ready to take that on right now because I just have so many other balls yeah. going on that yeah. I want to make sure I'm <laughs> steering in the right direction, which is a blessing. You know, it's a blessing to be busy. It's a blessing to have a lot going on and have the ability to maneuver and juggle a lot of different things. You know, that's what makes it fun and interesting. Exactly. And like you said before, you want to take a shot at this. You want to see how great you can be. You want to see how much reach you can have. How many officials can you connect with? I'm trying to connect with million, you know, millions. Yes. All of them. Like I want to connect with 100% of the refs on earth. <laughs> and that's not going to happen, but I'm going to pursue it and try to get as many as I can. I'm just looking to make a big positive impact. I'm looking to give more than anyone has to officiating. Those are some of my goals that keep me so inspired on a daily. And maybe also you can come and officiate in this international tournament that we are running. Wouldn't I need to be FIBA certified? No. Oh, for your tournament? Yeah, you can yes. assign me the game, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> no one's auditing that. You're not putting me on like a national game or something. No, because this tournament, okay, it's an international tournament and we have FIBA certified referees, but it's kind of private. So yeah. we can decide. Mm -hmm. I may have to go back to episode five of Coaching in Qatar, where I ran the FIBA Signal School, and I have to yeah. go refresh yeah. on the FIBA Signals. <laughs> no, as I was telling you before, it's nice to 
it's just funny how timing works. Like I'm just about to post the Qatar series and you're in New York meeting with me now. So I said, let's make this the final episode. So it's going to be an eight part podcast series nice. starting from, you know, the first two days on the court and then some of my public presentations and, you know, mixed with the signaling. So I tried to capture as much as the experience into this eight part episode and we can kind of just finalize it here so it's nice to be with you here and, and also uh, one idea i think that we can do for next year is um to focus more on media social media like the like we can assign a company just to like video us the, the session lectures and, and we can do it better i think mm -hmm. and also we can do um an episode like podcast episode over there I, I yeah you know? definitely yeah we can pick a place nice place you know mm -hmm. yeah I think the more media and the more videos you guys can shoot the better yeah you know the the Qatar account does a pretty good job of posting I was I was scrolling back they're pretty active you know but um ideally you, you would want to just keep the film rolling the entire day and then you the the hard part and the time-consuming part at least for me is you know I record hours and hours worth of content I have it here and then you got to go edit it you got to filter it out you got to find out what's usable hopefully most of it is usable but if you're gonna shoot hours and hours there'll be plenty of things you have to cut out but that's how I record content I just keep it rolling and then on the back end when it's all filmed I go through and one by one cut cut one piece at a time paste it here and give it a new headline and give it a whole new direction. So it takes a lot of your time, right? Yeah, it takes a lot of time, thought, energy, creativity, talent. Yeah. Like a lot goes into it. It's a craft just like anything else. But that's one way I've found successful with recording is I don't put a lot of thought into the recording. I put a lot of thought after the recording yeah. because I know I'm capturing um, like gold content for officiating. We're at a camp, so that's a great platform to be at. It's an instructional place. We're teaching, we're sharing, we're connecting, we're exchanging information after the game. That's great content. So I can capture that and then it gets repurposed because I may be talking about signals in this one clip and I may be talking about communication in this Other other clip. clip. So I'm going to yeah. separate it and the signal one, I'm going to enhance it even more by putting subtitles, captions, headline and then writing a new copy which gives it like a new identity that's kind of my my style how i create content at these camps naturally this is this is nice you know this is like uh, uh deep work you are putting and, and i believe now we are seeing the results of this hard work you know it pays off you know hard work pays off and I want to ask you a question, please. Actually, um, how do you find the the refereeing community in the states? It's different than Middle East, right? Mm -hmm. and, and how do you think it's going over here? Like as a whole, like how yeah. how um, would I sum up the community as far as like camaraderie and togetherness? Yeah. Um. Well, I think there's a lot of subcultures of it. So as a whole is a different answer than in the subcultures. For instance, NBA and G League referees, your friend who's involved in that community, they're very tight. They have to be very tight, right? They're working towards something really special. As you work down and go to the lower levels, 
where it's way more widespread and the diversity and talent is up and down. Overall, I think we could do a better job um, just being positive, being supportive, being non-judgmental towards one another and just supporting. And, And that's one of the things why I'm, you know, pressing in my community and everything I stand for. I speak about kindness, respect, patience, gratitude before I talk about block charges and and signaling and mechanics. Like, what are we doing here? Life is way more important than just basketball officiating. We're so lucky and blessed that we get to do this fun little subculture of basketball. It's within basketball that we love it. So, like, it shouldn't be stressful. It shouldn't be super challenging. So, um, I think we could do a better job overall, and that's why I'm trying to put out content that bridges us together and connects exactly. us and they have we have to be taught like how to respond to a partner who may not be professional how do you respond to a partner who's not that kind and supportive and you can't match that energy you have to be the bigger person and that's one thing that refereeing has taught me it's to be emotionally fit and to be the bigger person and to always do the right thing like, as a ref, you want to do the right thing all the time. You want to get every play right. You want to do everything right. And that's just not going to happen. But your attitude and your intent is to do that. So I've been able to transfer that into my life, right? And I always want to do the right thing with everyone. I'm super passionate about being kind to everyone and not talking trash or negative about anyone. Now, I'm talking about the worst person in the world. I'm not talking trash about them. I'm just not paying attention to them. I'm not focusing on them, but so many people talk negative about other people. And you know what? Um, according to what you said, even in the professional level, you need to have um, this ability to to do a good game management. So if you have this manners, you, you will do a better uh, game management, a better communication with your colleagues, with coaches, with the players. So I believe it's it starts from like from the beginning. So what you are doing is great because teaching these young referees, young bloods, um, this ethics, and, and they will grow with it. So if someone of them reached that the, the top level, he will have these like basics with him. Yeah. And, and he will work on them and develop them to, the, to match the, the, the top level. Yeah. Yeah. This partnering is, is so important, being a great partner. One thing I say is try to be the referee that everybody wants to work with. Yeah. Be the person that when your name pops up on their digital schedule, they say, oh, safe, Aldasari. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I exactly. missed safe. I worked a game with him two years ago. We had a great game. He had my back. Can't wait to work with him again. Like, that's just what you want to say. Like, you, that's what you want people saying about you. Exactly. And this is real. And now in, in assignments and nominations, this is real, actually. Because when you read your name, for example, you are working with someone. You will be like, oh, shit, I don't want to work with this guy. Or it will be the opposite. You will say, oh, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm working with this guy this week. Yeah. So. And I've done and I've matured a lot as a ref. There's been plenty of times early in my career I would see somebody on the schedule and be like, I do not want to work with that guy. But that's me being negative and talking trash. Like, I view that as talking trash. Like, that's out of my control who assigns the game and who I work with. So why should I have a negative opinion about that? I signed up to be a ref. I put myself in this position. So we just need to take accountability with it. And I think um, accountability, 
uh, positivity, unification, being supportive. Oh, and here's another thing which gets us in trouble. People compare, people compare themselves to other humans. One thing I'm realizing is don't ever compare yourself to anybody in any field. It has nothing to do with you. Exactly. Like, I, how can I sit here and say, be jealous that you have more money than me? It has nothing to do with my life. And that's what we do as officiating. We see somebody working a game or a league that you want to do, and then you start to have like negative feelings. Just be happy for that person. Exactly. They have nothing to do with you. They didn't exactly. stop you from getting where you want to go. Exactly. And I think if you want to, for example, to challenge, challenge yourself, you know? Every day, like challenge yourself to be a better you, you know? Every day, develop yourself, focus on yourself. Put this energy, and this uh, emotional feeling, put it to challenge yourself, to be a better version of you. And, and I think in this way, you can go and, and, and reach your dreams and goals. But as you said, if you will be thinking and jealousing and hitting on other people, you will, you will get nothing. Yeah. yeah, I've become so much, so, so much more insular. Yeah. Like just, I'm in my own head. I'm doing what I can do to control my performance. I'm trying to be the best I can be. I'm trying to prepare, and and I don't. Nothing else really gets in my way. Yeah. It's it's just easier that way. It's less friction. So, yeah, that's one thing. Officiating is really it's really helped me mature. I don't I don't know. I look at who I was before I got into officiating. Just I just. I've evolved a lot more, and I'm I'm grateful to Refn for being an educational platform because that's what I think it is. And, and, I, and I think you are good at it. Really. Well, you've never seen me ref, so yeah, I, I don't know. I could be <laughs> mediocre, <laughs> but I have to be decent. I have to be at least decent. <laughs> that's the other thing, though. You don't have to prove yourself to anybody. It'd be nice if you thought I was a phenomenal ref. I would love that. But if you thought I was not that good, that can't affect, that can't impact me. If you say I'm phenomenal or I'm trash, either way, it's how you doing. I hope you're having a great day. Best of luck to you. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And move on. Move on. Move on. How do you value yourself? That's the most important thing. Exactly. And how do the people that are close to you, how do they think about you? You know? And, and I think also this affects... Like sometimes, like it happened, it happens in the in the games when when a coach or a player is trying to you know to play around with you and saying these things. So if you don't have this, um, let's say, self discipline, we can call it, or I don't know, you will be affected. Your mind will go out of the game. So as you say, I trust myself. I'm, I'm, I'm you know. Uh, I'm proud of myself. I know what I'm capable to do, and I will do my thing. I'll officiate the game. I'll do my best, and I'll move on. Mm -hmm. to, to circle back to your question about the camaraderie of officiating as a whole, just before I saw you, I put up a post. Um, one of our officials recorded the game with camera glasses, mm -hmm. so she gave a technical foul to a coach because the coach waved off her partner. The coach shouted at her partner, waved off her partner. She came in, boom, technical foul. Great partnering. 
we need to do more of that. Most officials yeah. won't have like, that type yeah. of back, <laughs> yeah. that type of support that this official provided. So anyway, in the comments, there was a couple of people disagreeing. That's not a technical foul, blah, 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 blah. So I was going back and forth with this one kind gentleman, keeping it very respectful. Uh, I was at least. And then at the end of the day, I said, uh, thanks for sharing, coach. I called him coach because he was speaking like a coach. And then he responded. He said, I'm a referee. He goes, I, my friends, I have friends that work at all the different levels, and I'm a referee. So he's a fellow ref bashing other refs on, it, on Instagram. And then I said, please give me your full name and your board, because you don't need to hide behind a screen name. And he said, why would I give you my full name? So that just shows you people are out here talking reckless um, behind usernames, right? But online or offline, how do you treat your fellow officials? If you're doing it on the Internet, you're doing it in real life. Yes. This is like a, a mirror, you know? for your life and and I believe that if you have even if you have a, uh, a negative comment you, you can show up and, and say it in a respectful way you know and just like explain yourself say your comment no problems and as a riff also we have all of us this is an advice for myself first for you and for everybody you have to accept even negative opinions if it was respectful you have to accept it and take it work on it and as we agreed move on respect the art of respectful disagreement most yeah. people are not cordial when it comes to disagreeing with someone i'm very passionate about having a conversation with somebody who i may disagree with but if we're keeping it respectful well, yeah. that has a chance to be a fascinating conversation because you've removed the ego and you're just two humble humans trying to to solve something articulate their yeah. differences in a yeah. kind way that's yes. great yeah. but most people they see somebody disagrees or they think the opposite and they just fire back most people do that they fire back and i'm passionate about when i get fired on i stay cool and calm and i fire back with love exactly and this is uh the hardest thing in the refereeing job is to how to respond to people. You have to be calm. You have to to think before you talk. You know. Yeah. And you cannot let your emo emotions control you. You know. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not in control, then there's no way you can control the game. If you're not in control yourself. Exactly. And you, and you know, in some levels, like in big competitions, like it's a big pressure on the ref it's a big pressure so if you are if you're not like able to control it and to manage it like you cannot stay in this level mm -hmm. yeah ask me another question that was a good question you see how it, it um <laughs> you know we were able to expound on it and go different okay. ways with it um i have something just came up to my mind by the way the crown refs podcast is coming from you on 133rd Street and Adam Clayton Powell Jr. Boulevard in Harlem, New York. Safe is uh, visiting from Qatar. So, what do you think we can do better? Or, like, what new ideas do you think we can make on our next camp? Like, together, all of us. Because we want to tell the audience also that we have something new coming. Uh -huh. So, what do you think we can do? Like, something new we can do to, to get more people to make people satisfied, mm -hmm. you know? 
I mean, I'm going to let that idea marinate and tell you as the, uh, you know, ideas hit me because I do think you had a pretty action-packed camp. It was loaded with content, which is the key. You want to deliver high-level instructional content to your members, to your to your campers in many different forms, in the form of post-game instruction, which we did, in the form of the individual presentations, which was great. Um, we had a social. Did we have a social too, or did we, one night? Did we all go out together? No. So I would maybe yeah. organize. Uh, I mean, I know we ate lunch in the room together both days, so that was nice. Might want to think about maybe having a social at night where we get together. Yeah. Um, so that's one idea. So you are saying that we have to to focus on the entertainment part a little bit. Yeah. Also, did you film their games? Did they get film of their games? Okay, I would film every one of their games and give them their film. Okay. So you would have to set it up where you have enough devices and you yeah. can broadcast either on YouTube. Um, but if you can get the film and then immediately break it down with them after the game somewhere, that would be very helpful for them. Okay. If you don't have the time to get it to them during the camp, but to be able to email them the link. I went to camps recently, and the tech is there where you can do it no problem. We used Microsoft Office for like it was it was the camp drive at Rogers Camp where it was a folder of everything, and you could upload the video files in there, and all the staff, uh, campers had access to it. So definitely film review if you want to take it a step further. You can record the film and have the clinician speaking over the film. So they'll get audio content on top of the game. So when they go watch the game, they get to watch their game and then get clinicians' audio feedback on top of the film too. That's fine. And I think also we can do we can do um, uh, online registration. For example, like like a not a broadcast, but all the sessions you can register and you can watch them online. At least, if you cannot make it to the camp, you can attend the sessions online. Oh, so you, are you saying you're going to create an additional product? Yeah, something like a non-attendant, like a, a not, like a virtual. Yeah, virtual version. camp. I like that yeah. idea. I think you should. If I were to do a camp, when I do a camp, I'm going to film everything, and there'll be a, two camps going on. There'll be an yeah. in-person camp for everyone there, and there'll be a virtual camp recording the content from the camp dispersed exactly for their individual purchase and, and we can make it live also like you could do that so, as well so a person he will feel that he's in you know with everybody and yeah we can send them back we can send to, to we can send them the, the uniform and everything you know you can also have one session free yeah like let's let's do an Instagram live this six o'clock you know mechanics mechanics instruction is gonna be on Instagram live free whether yeah. you signed up or not it's going to be on the Qatar basketball channel. Yeah. So at least maybe for the following year, you already have people that watched the stream of something happened the previous year. That's a good idea. Yeah. We can do it. I mean, those are three or four ideas right there. Bang, bang, bang. Mm -hmm. You got me in the right spot. <laughs> I'm always in ideation mode. <laughs> I taught that uh, word to my daughter the other day. She said, Daddy, what's ideation mean? It's like, oh, just when you... You're in deep thought, and you're creating great ideas in your mind. It's like brainstorming, right? Yeah. yeah. Similar. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Just a different word. Yeah. So, what else didn't we cover? 
Like, I think we spoke about everything. 37 minutes. <laughs> well, I look forward to uh, hopefully seeing you again in March. Sure, sure. And uh, sure we'll be enough. obviously in touch in the meantime. I, I want you to join our community. I would love to. I want you, I'll, I'll talk to you about it offline, but I yeah. want you to join our community. To. And you could be our, like, our top FIBA representer. Because we have over 10 or 15 officials from outside the U.S. I would love to. That'd be awesome. It's my pleasure. I'd love to. Yeah. Learn from people, meet new people, you know. It will be my pleasure. Well, thank you for listening to this exclusive series called Coaching in Qatar. Safe, any last words for our dedicated audience of officials that are listening? Thank you guys very much. And we appreciate your support. And we hope to see you in March. Serve the game. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. Serve the game.